Content warnings can be found in the description. Last time on Operation Redline. I was looking to see, since you mentioned check-ins, if anyone of note or if someone's name is like frequently popping up on this check-in list for the past few weeks or months. So upon checking the visitor log, there's an archive, right? Like an, an Excel document where you can see a certain name that just says Pierre checking in almost every morning. You can see a video feed of a giant asteroid that seems to be formed of mainly metals and rock, codenamed Starfall. I'm gonna try the keycard on one of the doors. You input it and the light starts to flick green for a second when a giant katana slices into the keypad. Hey, what the fuck do you want, you robo-looking freak? You need to leave. I need to leave! As he balls up his fist to hit the button, he sees the, the katana coming in. His hand, which is raised up currently, just drops to slam on top of the katana and snatch it out of the air. Yeah, so you bust this door open and you can you can hear what seems to be like maybe somebody trying to be quiet through one of these doors in the uh, the back northern corner, kind of whimper out, seeming like somebody's scared back here. As you step out into this area, you can see that they've kind of lost the appeal of a welcoming entrance for their workers, and it's turned into very modern, sleek, expensive, just bare bones of kind of a laboratory the walls have like plain tile. There's no decoration or the floors have like plain tile. The walls have no decoration on them. And you can see three different doors. One of them being the near the wall where you originally came in and you can hear humming coming from that room. And then there's one tiny hallway that maybe one and a half people can walk through and people pass each other. It's a little awkward with doors opposing themselves. Spielberg is going to notice the humming and is going to attach like, Nudge Sam and be like, hey, if it hums, it probably does something. You want to go take a look at that? Sandy nods. Or do you want to split up and kind of check out everything? Feel like I heard somebody? I don't think that's a good idea, though. Sandy makes a motion with one hand and you hear, group up. Perfect, perfect. Uh, humming? Sandy nods. Hey. We walk towards the humming. Yeah, and you walk to this door, um... And kind of turn the knob and swing it open. And you can see various metal pipes and valves and electric wiring and uh, Cat5 cables. Everything kind of connecting in this room. And this is very obviously an engineering room. Um, and inside of this room, you see a clear window on the side that, looking into the room opposing it, has various kind of dials and knobs and beeping and monitors uh, checking over channels. And you see a communication room. But there are no people in either of these rooms. All right, Trevor, I'm going to call you out here. Yes. You said there's a lot of Cat5 cables? Yes. They wouldn't use Cat5, would they? It's the future, man. At least Cat6. <laughs> that already exists. <laughs> and, a, and a lot of Fiber Cat 10 cables. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's a, gov- it's a, it's a government-funded thing. It's still Cat5. <laughs> Actually, they downgraded. It's Cat3. <laughs> they went backwards oh my god while um i'm gonna take a look where all the cat five or the cat 10 is pl- plugged in and do i see any usb ports <laughs> um in this room you don't see any usb ports at all as shit they're all just kind of wired into various switches and stuff like that it's actually they're all kind of wired into these flat glass panels that are kind of suspended from the ceiling as the wiring goes into them and you can see that the data coming from the wires almost turns into code that you can see on this panel of glass that goes upwards into the uh, to the wires on the ceiling. Okay, well, Sandy just walks up to the middle of the room, finds like a section of like the most wires that look important next to each other as possible, takes the katana and just slashes straight up. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good shit. As you we do, don't need a USB anymore. As you do, a bunch of blinking lights from the other room start illuminating where you're at. Um, as maybe 
the ambiance, right? The lighting is a little turned down. It's super cold in here. Um, you can see from the communications room through this window that all these lights that were on green or orange and slow flickering, uh, probably 50% of them have turned just bright red and are now flashing rapidly. When you hear kind of an automated system over the speakers in this place, start blasting, alert, alert, malfunction, alert, alert, malfunction. That's a good sound. I love that shit. Okay. And it's at this point, through this window into the beeping comms room, you can see a man with crazy white hair and a very short, well-kempt beard and glasses uh, open the communications room and look in. And upon seeing you guys, he looks very frightened. That's a uh, that's a kunai to the chest right there. I wave hello. Through the he's glass. He's on the other Fuck side yeah. of glass. <laughs> oh, he's on the other side of the glass. Yeah. I mean, okay. it's, it's, it's just glass. It's glass. <laughs> All right. Uh, then it's a uh, katana to the glass, kunai to the chest. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Give me a uh, reflexive roll. Actually, it's not risky. No, you do that. You yeah, Spielberg. You see Sandman just whip this katana into the glass, and it just shatters as soon as the tip of it makes impact. All of it splinters and falls as the kunai. You can't even see him release it. Flies through the air and hits him in the chest, and he grabs it and uh, falls backwards and starts kind of gurgling on the ground. As his blood starts spilling onto the tile. A single tear comes from Spielberg's eye. When we get home, I'm going to make a movie about you. (laughs) This is some good shit right here. (laughs) I'm proud of you. Let's go check out the other room. It is at this point that you can actually hear from outside the sounds of what seems to be a helicopter off in the distance. uh, Slowly or very quickly closing the gap between wherever it came from and this kind of compound area you're at. <clears throat> Sandy signs move faster. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. I'm going to start running out the hall and up towards the other doors. I will say, as you guys are running to the door, you would remember that... Um, who reached out to you? SDI? Let's see. Who was it? No, it was the... It was the space program. Operations, not blackout, starfall, um, briefing, who was the group? Um, you guys would remember as you guys are heading to the exit that the Supernatural Crimes Investigation Agency, Miranda Gray, told you that you could be rewarded with one of the bots that was in this compound inside of this building. Exactly. Hey, hey right, you want to go is- check the mission control? Just make sure the job's done and... Try to grab that little reward we were promised. Sandy nods and um, goes ahead and hops over the partition of the glass that he broke. Uh, Spielberg is very carefully going to step (laughs) through, not touching any of the glass, trying not to get cut. Yeah, and you guys step out into the hallway over this scientist's kind of pool of blood and open the door uh, into the mission control room as you see a bunch of monitoring stations kind of played out. Various, like you can see one of them having uh, a still image of the uh, Starfall meteor that was going to fall, but it seems like the communication kind of got severed, so it's not updating. It's just a still image at this point. With various tracking algorithms and countdown clocks and trajectory paths beeping around it. Um, And a lot of these panels are kind of glowing a backlit red now. Um, Some of them are still up as various things are beeping and turning. And there's probably 15, 20 chairs in here with a bunch of terminals set up for people to monitor everything and kind of get everything going for this rocket to make sure that their calculations are correct when it's about to happen or as it's going on. But you do see a scientist kind of like laying down in fetal position in the corner. And when you open this door, he looks at the ground and says, please don't, please don't hurt me. No, please. My kids, please. And he's just kind of crying and sobbing (laughs) in, in one of the corners. But as you walk over to this other door, to check out the rest of the area looking for the reward that you were promised. One of the bots that malfunctioned that they were using and left behind. As you're looking for this, something catches your eye on one of the small terminals in the corner where the scientist was at. And you can actually see still an updating live feed of kind of a bazaar, a marketplace. And you can see that there is dust kind of rolled out on the ground with various desert plants and shops sprawled up with people with long coats that kind of cover their heads and bodies, uh, blocking out the sun. You can assume that this is a hot place. 
as you see a blip in the top right that says Maghreb District. And you can see a live feed of various people shopping in this as two giant kind of kind of they look like warships, but you notice they don't have any guns on them. They're actually flat topped and have a lot of cargo. And you can see them pull into port. And there is actually a file on the desk next to where this scientist was going through before he kind of tried to throw it to the ground and hide it and then is now crying in the corner. Spielberg's gonna point his gun at the scientist and be like, Hey, sit right there just for a no. moment, okay? Oh, okay, hey, anything. Anything you, uh, uh-huh. you you talk uh, uh, I shoot your uh, ass. Okay. Mm, and I'm gonna start that, flipping through I pointed a little closer. And I started looking <sighs> through the file. Yeah, you can see that um this file, right, has <clears throat> this file has random kind of prints out printouts of a photo of a plant. It seems to be vibrant with emerald green leaves and like a delicate aromic white flower spudding from the edge of this plant. And it has a little description that call that that narrates this as the Zara's respite. And going through the files, you get a, a brief summary, a brief idea of what this thing is. It's using very scientific terms, right? But in layman's terms, um, it is some kind of unique combination of bioactive compounds that will promote accelerated healing, reduced inflammation, and boost not the boost the body's natural regenerative processes. And it seems to be crossbred to get the strain of this plant, and that this district is the main exporter of it. Hey, where the fuck is this port? As I toss the file at him. Oh, he looks very confused for a second. He goes, uh, I, I, I can talk. Yes. Um, this, the port, um, this is a, this is a plant, the port, uh, the, the Maghreb district, right? Uh, yeah. Where the fuck is that? Northern Africa. Fuck. Uh, hey, you got any of that shit here? Any of that plant? Uh, no, I, w- I wish I definitely wish that Ooh, best high you'll ever have. It's, it's good. Hey, you know if there's any robots around here? His his eyes kind of falter for a second. And he goes, uh, n- n- no, we... Mm. Hey, remember, I got this gun pointed right at you. When you mention something to a lot of people, they'll look at where they know it is. Yeah. <laughs> Did you look at the door at the sidewall? <laughs> oh, yeah, he immediately looked at the door and then like put hung his head down. Sandy's immediately walking to that door. And you can see, uh, as you burst this door open, you see various server racks and um, a bunch of kind of data drives, right? All these are glass crystalline data drives that they use with various, actually, there's a few USB ports inside of these drives and the holder racks for them as you come in here. And you can see a kind of lockup cage in the back corner, um, a metal barrier that kind of has been set up with this eight-legged spider concoction with tubes rolling out of it, wires crisscrossing. It looks a little tangled up with a giant ball on the back and this kind of beam that is scattering across the floor showing the building that you're in and a holographic display from the ground up as the scientist is trying to inject some kind of vial into the side of this ball on the top of it but can't reach it through the cage and he looks very frantic. Assuming he hasn't seen me yet. As soon as Sandy sees the USB ports, his finger twitches. Can Spielberg see into this room from where he's standing? Yeah, when he busts it open, train with your gun on the scientist, you can see in behind him. But Sandman is blocking the doorway. Got it. Sandy will quickly stride in and attempt to uh, hit this guy in the neck enough to knock him out. Yeah, that's that's pretty easy, right? You stroll up and you just you just hit him straight in the windpipe as he collapses and drops the vial onto the ground. Um, and it rolls across the floor towards you. And you can see through this cage, the spider um, stops kind of going up against the wall and then starts spinning in circles. And a kind of overlay reader starts scanning the wall around him. And this holographic display changes to the wall in the cage that he is inside of. As this is going on, I'm going to pistol whip the scientist to knock him out and come on in too. Sandy picks up the vial. Does it have a label on it? It is not labeled. And it looked like the spider was shying away from it? Yes. Almost, you know, not in like a frantic, I'm going to die way, but as a robot would be like, oh, danger, <laughs> and step away and kind of just stand on the opposite side. Yeah. I'm just going to pour it on the uh, scientist <laughs> on the ground. Yeah. As you do, um, you can see like his glasses and the badge holder that he has. And maybe, I don't think he had anything else. Yeah. So like his glasses and this kind of badge holder that is wearing start to dissolve underneath of the vial 
Do we have any more of that left in there? That might be a good thing to hold on to. I wouldn't think you poured all of it out. Maybe just a little bit to see what it does. Unless you, Sandy poured it all out. That's up to you. I mean, if you'll let me have the rest of the vial, I'll take the rest of the vial. <laughs> also, yeah, you pour a little bit of it. You probably have half of a dose left of it. You said that there were, like, drives in here. Yes. How big are these drives? Like, could I grab a few and stuff them in my pocket? Yeah, I'd say each drive is probably wallet-sized, and they're really flat, like, very thin pieces of paper, um, but as wide as in, as the, the what I can't think of the a word, wallet would as be. the area of it. It's, like, wallet-sized, yeah. Okay. I'm going to grab as many as I can stack, kind of like a Pokemon deck, and just put it in my pocket. Give me a 2d6 roll. 2d6, got it. 6, 7, 8. Yeah, so you're you're pulling these out, right? And it takes a second because they're kind of soldered in, but you just kind of yank them and pull them out from um, the, the casing and the connector to these, like, racks as you start stuffing your pockets. And it's at this time that that helicopter is becoming boomingly loud as you can kind of hear it hovering outside of this building. Okay, I think it might be time to go. Sandy nods, and uh, is there like a front control to front control or a lock on the spider cage? It's just a very shittily kind of thrown up wire mesh cage. You could cut through it pretty easily. Katana. Yeah. Slash it open. Yeah, you slash it open, and the spider is like whirling around, scanning. And as you look closer at it, you can see that this ball on the top of it has a uh, has a few buttons on it. Um, and they're actually like very partially labeled and you can see one that would cause it to, to pocket is what it says on it. I just press that button and it folds up as the, as the wires contract and the joints bend together and the, the, the legs of this wrap underneath of itself and it compacts into a very tiny ball at the top of it and hits the ground and starts rolling. And you can now see engraved on the outside, uh, the letters S P I D E R with a period after each letter. <laughs> nice. Spielberg's going to check the last room to see if maybe there's roof access or something behind that door. Yeah. So you open this door and you can see various, it's, it's less, it has less machines than the mission control room. Um, but these are for monitoring the launch as the rocket would go up. Um, and you can see basically the image of a launch station and a rocket poised and set up at one of those holders that, that hold them upright uh, with a few people kind of working on the rocket. You see a live feed of that, uh, but you do not see any escape hatchet as you can hear the whirling of the helicopter blades kind of, kind of come still and you can hear a big metallic clank as this thing hits the ground and it just kind of vibrates the floor underneath you for a second. Is there a way to mess with the staging of the rocket in this room? Yeah, I would say probably half of the buttons are still green and feeding with random stuff that you just tell me what you want to do and, and it'll probably work. Okay, I have two lines of thought here. One, I'm, I want to try to set off the second stage without the first stage being <laughs> detached yet. Oh, is that what you want to do? <laughs> yeah, if I could do that, I'd like to do that. Yeah, I want <laughs> you to give me the second train of thought was decouple everything. <laughs> I was thinking, try to aim it towards Pierre. <laughs> That's where you guys are at. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So you guys hear this helicopter touch down outside. Hmm. All right. So is the only way that we've seen out of this place, the front door? Yes. Okay. And everything else is concrete, no windows? Uh, yeah, there's, it's all windows, but it's all very heavily reinforced. So if I took the katana to it? Yeah, it, it probably wouldn't break it or take you a while. It's like the what's on the lock of the door outside. Could we take a look at the spider and see what other buttons are on there? Um, yeah, you can pop it out and take a look at it. Um, on this spider, when you pop it open and, and it kind of now standing still looking at you, as you can get a sense that since you deployed it, it is now waiting for your response. You can see a kind of a small drill on one of its legs and a button that kind of corresponds to the color of the drill. You can see a button that's the one that makes it kind of retract up. You see a blue button that matches this kind of scanner retina on the top of it near this ball that you can assume will the blue button will scan and the green button will display whatever it's scanned. And you get a sense that this thing, uh, upon further investigation, scans things and shows it to you. Any more than that, like you'll ha probably have to have some downtime to understand more about it. Hey, Sandman, I think I got an idea. Mind if I see our new little friend over there? Sandy nods. I press the button for the burrow driller. 
Yeah, and it it, it kind of looks at you and pulls out the, the drill and it starts whirling, but it is staring at you almost as if you need a directive associated with it. Oh, so it's not like I use it as a tool? I mean, it's you're you're telling it what you want it to drill. It's not dumb to just drill the floor. It, it can't read your mind. Like, tell it what it, you want it to do after. Oh you no, I it. thought like I push in, it turns into a drill that I use. Oh it. no, no, no! Like it, <laughs> okay. it's the drill on its like one of its legs. Like the we'll say the front two legs on this have drills on the ends of them. Got it. Hey, spider, dig down for us. Uh, yeah, it starts kind of burrowing into the ground. How big of a hole is it? It's kind of small, but it can it has two of them and it can go in a circle so you could kind of slide into it, but as it's digging, it's just more and more concrete. Yeah. Hey, uh, Sandman, this might take a while. Keep going, spider. Sandman's head is in his hands. Hey, I think this is better than going through that one guy out there. <laughs> I hope you got some Coca-Cola in here. Sandman holds up the katana, but we have his sword. True. You can also call that shit back. Not if I'm holding it. Yeah. Hey, spider, come back up. Yeah, it's it's probably gone like six feet down, and it's a person-sized hole at this point. Um, but it's just more concrete. You can see it starting to like get more of a shitty pour, as it seems like they poured it once and then hired somebody else to pour the second layer, and then a new bid happened and the third layer was poured. And it's like <laughs> four or five different types of concrete pouring on this pad. And it, it, it clambers up the side. Actually, you can climb up the wall of this very easily um, <laughs> and come back to where you're at. Actually, if he's already six feet down in that time, Sandman signs to him, connect the wall, connect the hole to the outside. Hey, there we go. Spider, get your ass back down there. <laughs> and, <laughs> and this thing goes back down to the hole and looks back at up at you and uh, displays like a, a holographic message on the wall that says, directions input please uh dig down a little bit more and then head uh the door would be south right correct then head a little bit north they didn't teach the robot sign language (laughs) no they did not (laughs) it's okay sandman i got this you tell me what you wanted to do and i can let you know a few things North directional input received. Commence drilling. And it starts uh, going down about another probably three inches before completing that task. And then immediately going north, uh, trying to connect to the outside. Um, And this is going for probably a minute or two when the helicopter starts going up and speeding up a little bit. And you can hear that the helicopter is lifting off. And there is a bang at the, the front door. And you hear a familiar voice, as one could say, you guys called Cigar Man, saying, Roger, in here, let me in, open door, any casualties, report, um, as he is banging on this front door. And the helicopter actually lifts off the ground and is now kind of circling the complex. Ah, fuck. What is this, some shit? Is this a fucking crossover episode? When when Sandy hears that, he kind of straightens up and motions and says, you go on ahead. I'll wait for him. Okay, but I ain't going to be waiting too long, okay? Sandy nods. The spider, I'm going to send the spider to keep digging north, trying to get further away from this building than directly outside. Okay, yeah, I can, I can imagine that. Are you hopping in the hole with it? What is it? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm like behind the spider walking backwards so my bike my back is to the spider because we're just gonna hit dirt i assume as i am i I got my weapon of mass destruction in this tiny space which is probably a bad idea (laughs) but i'm pointing at the entrance of the hole just in case i can do a quick draw magura on their ass so sandman you walk up to the door you said and have your the katana out right yeah i just stand to the side of the door and um, as you're sitting there for a second, you can hear the drilling and then you hear clicking sounds as you can presume that he is listening and you hear call over the radio operatives digging retrieved spider. They're making a break. Keep eyes out. Roger, Roger. And uh, he is uh, sitting outside and you can actually kind of feel the weight of this person lean up against it. And through the cracks, maybe, of the burrowed, drilled holes of the bullets from before, 
you can like uh, hear the sounds of a cigar being drug, right? Him, him drag this cigar and puff it out and say, so man, what made you come here? Huh? What they have you doing? Real quick. Is he a battle droid? I Roger, didn't Roger. Want to say Roger, Roger. I'm going <laughs> to cut that. I, did, I said Roger, Roger. I've been watching Star Wars. Ah, fuck. He's a B1 battle droid. You yeah, should no, take yeah, him out yeah. easy. He's just like speaking normally for 10 seconds and then Roger, Roger. 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 Roger, and Roger. then goes back to Roger, 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 Roger. Sandman kind of like panics for a moment because he's not supposed to be heard here. And he looks at the door and kind of takes a step back and tightens his grip on the katana. I see you're the you're the quiet one. You didn't talk. That other man's pretty loud, dude. I can. I mean, you worked with Mouse. I mean, you heard what he did, right? What it did to his CO? How close does he sound to the door? He's leaning up against it. Oh, I stab him through it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Roll uh, reflexive. All right. Yeah, I hate this game. Because he can't see inside. He can, yeah, because remember the, the picture's covering the door, but the metal thing's up. So you can see him leaning up against this door. So that's exactly a six, and there's nothing I can do about it. A six. Holy shit. So what happens is you dig this through and you can see him. And as you dig it through, like he very quickly slides one hand that was kind of leaned up behind him against the wall and hits the tip of this katana and actually with his force kind of redirects it through this glass door um, and sends it just to the side of him. And he is now holding the blade with one hand like in his palm and he actually yanks it and the hilt uh, hits where the glass is, but doesn't go through because it's larger than the blade. And he twists it, and you can see his hand like kind of get cut and bleed just a little bit as this katana is now wedged very awkwardly into the side of this door. He, did he bend the blade? No, he did not bend it, but he basically okay. forced it at a weird angle into the door and into the steel bars of where the lock is and kind of wedged it inside of it. And he takes a step back and cracks his knuckles and says, uh, well, man, if this is how you want to be, I was just trying to talk. Um this is a really good matchup for you, by the way. <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> this is like a samurai showdown. If he takes a step back, Sandman like uh, unlocks the door, pushes it open, and then grabs the hilt of the blade while the door opens and just pulls it out of the door. <laughs> I love Silently that. looking at him. And you both are now staring at each other as he just has, you can see through his metal implanted jaw, it grins and he spits out the cigar. Uh, onto the ground we can do this the fun way man but uh and he points up i got a little backup and you can see the helicopter actually coming around the side of the front of this building right this giant very sleek very slender two-bladed copter um and it's ve- it's very aerodynamic right like you can assume that this thing might even turn into a jet if they have the funding for it um and from the cockpit you see the cyborg man piloting this and can now assume that smoke who is cigar man flew in and the cyborg guy is now operating the helicopter Spielberg. What are you doing as this spider breaches through the dirt? Um, and is now kind of very poorly just moving dirt around, um, as he's now outside of the kind of launch pad concrete or not launch pad as he is now outside of this concrete pouring. Um, I'm going to put it back in pocket mode, put it in my pocket. Give me a little spider. I'm just going to toss it in my pocket. And, um, I'm going to take a look out of this hole. Like I'm not standing out of the hole. I'm peeking my head out. Oh, it hasn't dug up yet. It is still under the dirt. It dug your tunnel into the dirt. And once you're like in the dirt, it is very bad. You could, do you want it to dig upwards as well? Yeah. Can we have it? Yeah, we can do that. I mean, that's easy. I assume I can hear all this chopper and shit going on, right? Yeah, you can hear it muffled like through the, the layers of pavement as a, as the uh, spider digs. So we'll do this. You're following behind the spider. Mm-hmm. And it's now digging upwards as it breaks through the concrete and jumps upwards onto the very edge of the concrete pad at the very edge of where the pouring is. And you can kind of climb up and look around. And you see that the storage building is still on fire. You hear the screaming of one more person inside of that building as it kind of fades out and... Uh, all that's left to hear is the sound of a chopper blade whirring as it goes around the corner of the building and gets out of sight of you, uh, presumably by the front door. Okay, I'm going to climb out of the hole, and I'm going to try to back up away from the building a bit more to try to get an eye on this chopper. But okay. beside, like, I don't want to go forward towards this shit, so I want to back up and try to get an eye on this chopper. 
So you step back and you can see it's still coming around the side of the building. It hasn't reached all the way to the front from where you're at, at your moment in time. And you get a good look at this sleek like design of all the panels just molded perfectly together as this thing is moving very fast and for how big it is it should be a hell of a lot louder and you get a good eye looking at this as you can see two small turrets that seem to be very shoddily set up on the top of it one of them facing downwards as if it hasn't been powered on but one of them is kind of training around and looking when it locks in place and you can see a light start blinking from this distance in the dark um, all the way across as the helicopter moves out of focus. And Sandman, what are you doing? I like how we got the two prime matchups here, right? We have a ninja versus uh, Daredevil, and we have <laughs> a movie director versus a literal Apache helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Michael Bay, y'all. <laughs> I guess I'll refer to him by his name. Smoke isn't a problem. For the moment because sandy just kind of silently walks gets a little bit of distance between him and smoke so that if he does anything he can react to it and looks up at the chopper to see if anything's coming his way so i will say you're pretty much in the doorway still then because he kind of stepped back so you kind of have to step into the lobby you can still see it but you're not outside of the building yet if you want to kind of keep a distance Okay, well, if he's still blocking my way out of the building, I'm just going to slash forward towards him and try to uh, essentially move past him and strike with one movement. Okay, yeah, so you want to get to like the other side of him and cut at the same time, like a, a dude yeah. slashing a fruit and fruit ninja. He's like doing a, that Jedi yeah, slash. We're, yeah. We're doing an anime slash. Give me a Ooh. reflexive roll. Holy shit, an okay. 11. No, no, that's a 13. Oh my god, a 13. <laughs> god, that means I have to tell you the fucking damage of this thing, don't I? <laughs> um, this thing is 1d6 plus 3. Oh! So you... Give me a 1d6 plus 3 roll real quick. Okay, that's a 5 damage. For a 5, 2 plus 3. So you very quickly... Uh, Maybe you have it to your side, right? And you try to do that quick pull out, put, put back, but there's no nothing for you to sheath it in. Uh, but you slash past him, just hitting his chest as you go to the other side. And you can get a glimpse of him very quickly trying to catch it, but he can't hear any of your movement, so he has a hard time trying to see exactly where it's at um, from what, how he's used to fighting. As you cut through his chest and you're now on the other side of him, um, and you can hear the helicopter kind of stop spinning around as you look up and see what appears to be a mini turret aimed down at you um, as it starts to wind up. Okay, at this point, Gilbert is going to follow around the side of the building to look at the chopper and train his uh, weapon of mass destruction at the chopper, aiming for center mass. Well, I will, I will say it's low enough to where you're going to have to kind of run out through this alleyway between the burning storage building and the mission control area to get a good cover of it, or on the opposite side of the building, you're going to have to go to the front. The helicopter is very low to the ground. Um, the building's like two-story, just kind of, it's not two-story, but it's tall. Uh, so to get a clear shot of it, you're going to have to kind of step out into the open. Got it. I'm going to step out into the open behind the chopper. Okay. So you step around the corner and you train your rifle on it. Give me a forceful roll as you step out and you want to shoot it. Oh, I plan to shoot this shit. All right, yeah, give me a force roll. This check chopper is going to hell. Four. And your force roll is a zero? Correct. <sighs> um, the yeah, end. so you start to pull the trigger and it winds up and hits 100%. And this energy starts spraying out of the front of it. But the kickback kind of launches you backwards onto your butt. And you're now kind of spraying straight up in the straight up in the air as like the arc from where you're aiming goes into the mission control building and an upward arc straight up into the sky. And the whole front corner of this building falls forward onto the ground right below the helicopter to where it moves around and turns and faces towards you uh, to kind of dodge the rubble that has fallen as it all clambers and, and hits the ground, just spraying dust up everywhere when... Uh, this cut, 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 cut. Hey there, everyone. A uh, quick little sidebar here in the episode. Uh, if you have a system in the playtesting stage and you want us to playtest it, please send it to wnhcontact at gmail.com. 
new episodes come out every other Friday at 6 a.m. Um, that's it. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. And now back to the episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey. The rubble is on the ground and the helicopter sitting there and they like slowly go to a park and uh, like they slowly park on the ground and out steps Pierre and says, uh, the, uh, the what is the problem? Hey, what the fuck was that? I go walk off set real quick to go find the fucking special effects guy. Hey, the fuck was that? All the rubble was supposed to fall on the chopper. Uh, yeah, yes, sir. But you uh, aimed too. Let me hang on. He pulls out a sheet. You aimed a little bit too low. Do you want me to have the team put the building back together real quick? Hey, this is fucking movie magic, okay? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, we'll let's right put this it. shit back together. Take another take. Shit's supposed to fall on the chopper. Uh, yeah, y- y- yes, sir. You you heard him. You heard him. Get back to it. Yeah, you're doing a great job. Uh, rebuild team. Second take. Get back. Fix it. Fix it. Let's get it. Um, and you see like uh smoke and uh Pierre walk over offset to this little kind of donut donut table, and they prop over to it. And smoke pulls out a pack of cigars and looks at Sam Man and says, uh, "Man, we had a good thing going. That was a nice move you did." Oh yeah, it was. Um, I I don't work with a lot of people that um. I actually respect you. I, I love your work, actually. Whew. You don't, you don't know. I've, I've been looking up to you since I was a kid, man. That, that means a lot to me. Holy shit. Uh, and you guys are maybe doing some like table talk for a little bit and <laughs> the uh, building gets completely rebuilt. Uh, and you hear like, uh, you hear the, the guy say, Oh, all right, guys, get back, get back to your, back to your scenes. And uh, you guys all stand and posture and smoke says, uh, let's run the shit, man. And he, he kind of holds out a fist to fist bump you. And he fist bumps, fist bumps back. <laughs> and then Pierre gets in the helicopter and takes up off the ground um, and aims back, looking down at you as this machine gun is aiming. And Spielberg, you walk around the corner. Okay. I'm real proud of y'all real quick. Just want to say that. Doing a great job. <laughs> that means a lot. Oh, that means a lot. Oh, wait, how do you say lot? 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 That means a lot. There we go. That means yeah. a lot to me. Thank you, sir. Yeah, you're doing perfect. Special effects guy. Don't fuck up again. I'm going to fire your ass. You see a guy sitting in the corner with like explosives rigged now as the lines are like like taped to the ground and black or black electrical tape so you don't see him. And he's like sweating. Really? The most expensive thing to fuck up. <laughs> Thank God we had CBs on set. They were able to put this shit back together real quick. <laughs> action. I, action i want spielberg to die so we can like never address any of these scenes ever again <laughs> it just like, from existence. We're, we're we're building out this entire like outer world of the movie set and then i just want it to all be scrapped <laughs> and never be mentioned <laughs> Like you're an, an enemy is like, hey, and then he goes, Oh hey, what's up, man? I love your work. <laughs> 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 Alright. Action, okay. dude, do your shit. Action. Spielberg comes running around the corner, aiming his pistol at the tech helicopter again. Getting ready Rifle. to fire. <laughs> rifle. <laughs> I thought it was like a little pistol. It folds out into a big ass rifle, but it oh, folds up into a wallet compactor. It's giant. Oh, that's well, awesome. It's like a it's like a P ninety. Okay, cool. So I aim the rifle at the tech chopper, hoping the special effects guy doesn't get it wrong this time. As I go to roll my dice to shoot this damn chopper. Yep, roll forceful. Seven. That that meets it. Roll damage. How many times have you rolled the six and a one this session? <laughs> every almost time every time. Three D six for damage. So oh that was God. a five, four, four. Holy shit. That's a 13. Yep. I rolled a 13 with two fours, one five. So Didn't that you say something about this guy's health being 12. I know. I know we're talking about the helicopter, but the guy inside of it. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, yeah, he's, oh, I meant to narrate when you look at him and see him in the helicopter. He looks like he's thoroughly enjoyed as he feels pain for the first time, <laughs> <laughs> but I did not narrate that, but he does. He feels he has adrenaline pumping. He's never felt pain before in his life, and this is the first time. He's excited. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Okay. It's at the helicopter, correct? Yes. You're not try- are, you're, are you trying to hit the dude flying it or just a helicopter? Well, to be fair, I would say I'd be aiming for the guy, but I'm behind the chopper. 
So I fairly okay. can't say I'm Beautiful. aiming for the guy. Well, that's good because he would make you fail right now, the roll. <laughs> good. Um, yeah, that's good. As you let loose like a, like a barrage of just these plasma energy beams that get scattered everywhere, hitting the side of the building, causing many explosions as rubble falls. And the rubble falls and hits the helicopter, and then one of your shots also hit the helicopter in the back, ripping one of the top propellers off, just severing it. Uh, leaving just the one below it as it starts spinning rapidly through the air. Um, and you can see smoke kind of coming out of the engine as it kind of regains itself and turns and faces you. And then machine guns fire down at you where you're standing. Give me a reflexive roll as this thing is now turning and spinning and falling in your direction and letting loose a little bit of uh, a whirling barrage of machine guns. Okay, rolling for reflexive, with the, which I have zero in. Yep. This is just for like dodging. So. Okay, give me a second. A dice got stuck in my dice tower. Would you would you say because he's taking bullets that this can be considered piracy? Pirate? <laughs> no. We'll do a, we'll do a pirate. I gave you guys boats. You guys could have you guys could escape on boats. That's piracy. I, I put water on this mission specifically for this. <laughs> oh man, listen, I'm I'm just trying to get my man advantage on a dice roll. <laughs> bullets it's piracy the whole world is pirates. He's taking bullets oh taking bullets god damn it <laughs> six wait a six like a six six or like you a roll six, a two six. and it's a six. Oh, for a ten yeah so these bullets come like barraging the ground and you just roll to the side behind cover as uh rocks start falling and rubble as as rubble starts falling downwards and kind of blocks the path of these mini guns that were trained at you and the helicopter kind of levels itself and comes around the building and is now staring down at you at the side of this building as uh smoke turns and faces sandman um and lets out a big puff of his cigar um and you see him ready his m16 sandy's going to take a path around him to the side and uh run up and try to slash him okay so you animate throw your hands back like fucking sasuke and try to slash him with one arm give me a <laughs> uh reflexive roll Reroll one a three and a one, re-rolling the one for another. I hate this game. Another one <laughs> for a four plus two for a six. So as you're running around the side, you actually see him kick rocks in your direction, and they're kind of like flying through the air, and they hit you as you run. And he closes his eyes, and you see him smirk as he can hear the rocks hitting off of you, and he just dives a forty-five degree angle to the side and rolls off the ground as you slash through the back of his kind of like uh, leather jacket that he's, he is wearing, his uh, his battle jacket that he has on. And you kind of get peppered in the back by uh, an onslaught of bullets. Okay, I'm not e I'm not even mad anymore. That was that was fucking sweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gello, roll <laughs> Gello, roll 1d6 for me. Okay, that's two. Uh, a two. So you take three damage as these bullets kind of pepper the side of your body. And one of them hits your bicep holding the katana. And you almost kind of drop it for a second, but regain the strength and stare down him. Um, Spielberg, this helicopter, uh, this helicopter <laughs> is now kind of going around the side, Spielberg, and is training down at you as Pierre. You can hear him go. Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. And uh, what are you doing as he starts diving this thing in your direction? So this thing kind of has shit control because it only has one propeller now, right? Yes. And to clarify, he is now driving, flying, piloting it in your direction. Dive Perfect. bombing it. I'm going to run in his direction to get under the chopper. All right. So the guns can't reach me from underneath. Or can those guns point straight down? No, he's not aiming the guns. Let me think. Let me think. Yeah. So he comes barreling down at you. He's trying to, I'm going to actually, before I make you roll, I'm letting you know what's happening. He's not driving at you to do a drive-by. He's slamming the helicopter into you. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yes. I, thought I just he want was you to be aware by. of that. So like you dive under it. I'd make you roll to see if you dodge it. And then he turns around. I want to give you a turn to do something. I don't want you just to be hit by it if you roll bad. So like, what are you doing as he's now trying to suicide kamikaze this thing into you? Okay. I'm going to start running back. No, I'm not going to run back. I'm going to stand my fucking ground. I'm a goddamn director. And I'm going to aim my fucking gun at this fucking chopper. Praying to God I don't fuck this shit up for the fifth time. Okay. As I roll stare forceful. right into prayer's eyes, knowing that his role is about to end. 
Ooh. Roll forceful. And I rolled the forceful dice, which I still have a fucking zero in. And I got a six and a two. For an eight. Wait, for an eight? Okay. Six, six and two for an eight. Seven, eight. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> oh, let's fuck. go. Bad oh, math God. times. <laughs> I'll cut that. Don't worry. <laughs> no, you can keep that shit in. It's fucking nothing. <laughs> that is funny. Um, I might keep that, actually. So this helicopter is diving at you, and you pull, like, you train the rifle on it, and you seem to step back and say, no, I fucking got it. And like you said, you're the director. You plant one foot, put this rifle to your shoulder, and train it at him. And he can see your face being completely serious. And his expression goes from excited about what is going on. And you can see that it shifts to fear for a second as roll damage. <laughs> I like to think that Spielberg is laughing in French. <laughs> uh, five, six, three, five, six, six three. three. God Damn, so for quite 11, a lot 14. of damage. Yeah, 14 so, damage there. So with your eight, as things don't go necessarily to plan, but you succeeded, I'm not going to do damage. So as things don't go necessarily to plan, this works perfectly. You pull out this rifle, right, and train it and pull the trigger. And as his beams are starting to come out and you see fear in his eyes for the first time, you see him hold up a small device in his hand. And it has that same engraving that was on the Cantana of just a spiraling outward sigil coming around this weird device, almost like a remote with a button on it. Um, and he goes, wee wee, and hits the button on it. And it's not like anything happens. He's just gone. He is no longer in the seat of this helicopter as it's flying down towards you. And the plasma beams pepper the side of it, cause one of the engines on the top to explode, and it gets launched sideways into the building, crashing through it, through the glass of all the different rockets and, and asteroids they've monitored that they're using on display to look better than they are. As it crashes into it and the roof starts to cave in and collapse down on the entire building, and it just dust goes everywhere. And you're sitting there pretty unharmed as the helicopter is now inside of the mission control room and the building has just completely collapsed. And you hear Smoke say, well, I guess he's home. <laughs> just you and me and that old fucker. Sandy takes a kunai, tosses it in like a high lob um, to the other side of... Uh, essentially, he tosses it to the where it'll land to the right of... Uh, smoke and he kind of walks around to the left ooh, to see if he can uh get a weird um what do you call it yeah like use it to your advantage yeah like make him look the other way before i strike yeah so you want to do that and then also hit yeah with the katana or with uh uh with the katana yeah okay so roll reflexive and then add a add a two to whatever you have Holy oh shit. shit. Okay, so that's a nine plus two from my normal reflexive for a thir- 11 and then a 13 with everything told. Jesus. So you throw this kunai and just, just basically feather step across it. And the moment it hits the ground, you dash and you see his face turn and face the kunai as he was using sound. He wasn't using sight. And you dash forward, slashing the back of him. Four, roll 1d6 plus three. I hate this game. A one. Four. Can't you re-roll that? Or not damage? Uh, when I'm rolling... Where is it? You roll the dice to do something risky. Oh, okay. So that was before. Yeah. Not for yeah. damage. Um. So you hit him for four damage. You kind of dash towards him and strike and hit the back left of his quad and dig up as his thigh kind of starts to collapse and he loses his balance and falls into the side um, and hits the pavement with like the blade kind of awkwardly lodged into it and you yank it out and train it down on him as he stares up at you. And let me actually check for four. And as he's looking at you, you hear him, you can see him quickly as he falls, kind of tap his leg and you hear an explosion from inside the comm center as if maybe that turret that was in there was connected to him and he kind of detonated it. So you guys couldn't, you know, and as he's laying on the ground, staring up at you, he smiles and says, 
man, I can't wait to see you again. And then his mouth shuts in an instant. He's just gone as well. As a kunai lands exactly where his head used to be. <laughs> and you guys are now standing in the parking lot with one building completely collapsed with the scientists inside that were still alive, maybe unconscious, you know, to be trapped underneath the rubble. And the flames from the storage room start to fickle out with one last propane explosion. Um, and silence falls across where you guys are standing. I have to ask, did Sandy see that arcane symbol type thing pop up? Um, no, he had one inside of his mouth, so you didn't see it. Okay. You saw the, the one on the katana and Spielberg saw the one on the device that he held up, but you didn't see it on smoke. Okay. Not, not even when it went off. Uh, no, like it doesn't, it basically seems like all of their atoms stop existing. They just, they're just gone. There's no trace, no image, no nothing. nothing. They just stop existing where they're at. That's my favorite form of teleportation. Yeah. Just gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no like crazy magic, no things throwing up in the air. They're just poof out of there. <laughs> uh, Spielberg's going to come sprinting around the corner, breathing heavily. <sighs> okay, I think it's time we get the fuck out of here. I think we've had enough action for today. Sandy nods, twists the top off of a uh, what looks like a small flask and then drinks from it. You got yourself a chug jug there. That's some pretty good <laughs> shit. Uh, yep, he drinks and I'm going to heal 2d6 HP. <laughs> Hear a little Fortnite music in the background. <laughs> I should have done that before I attacked again. I healed for seven. <laughs> oh, God damn. Bringing me back up to seven. Jesus. Jesus. Wait, you heal two or is it 1d6? It's 2d6. Wow, it's 2d6? That's insane. Yep. Holy fuck. That's so good. Okay. Are there any usable vehicles left in this parking lot that we may or may not have the keys to? There is one unmarked car from the rent-a-cops that are still in the parking lot. Um, one of them was destroyed, but there is still one just unmarked black kind of. Uh, yeah, the one we rode Civic. in on was destroyed. Okay. And the, the other one that's also keyed to the same key that we wouldn't be able to get into if they didn't all have the same. <laughs> <laughs> the key goes to all of them, yeah. I, 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 che I checked <laughs> the key car. real quick and pressed the button. Doo -doo. Yeah. You hear one go beep beep and unlock, and then you hear beep boop underneath the rubble of the rocks. <laughs> Is that the fucking helicopter? No, that, no, no, that would be funny. That's the other car that's destroyed. Hey, Sandman, do you think you can drive this time? I'm not feeling so good. Sandy nods. Should we go back to the boat or just drive out the front fucking gate? And Sandy looks at him. Boat. Okay, let's go. Sandy opens the door, gets in, uh, opens the center console and just stabs the katana into it. Are you using the katana as a gear shift? No. <laughs> just, just to store it. It's like he stabs oh. it backwards into the car essentially <laughs> yeah. and so you, you can put down the center console and it's hidden oh i see <laughs> you hit the brakes and you put your elbow on the center console and the katana digs into the concrete just a little bit to help you slow down <laughs> <laughs> you're using it to drift you guys take off and leave the parking lot and all the rubble behind as you guys drive down the road and you guys pass a small kind of three-way intersection and just blow through the stop sign wait would you stop for the stop sign yeah i think we stopped for the stop sign so you stop for the stop sign and see like very far off into the distance like some lights flickering that seems like an ambulance coming down this road way off into the woods as you look always and then continue driving um down this road and then you follow it back to where the boat was stored over at the backup launch control center. And as you arrive, you actually see two unmarked black vans and some people in hazmat suits, like sweeping the outside and mopping the outside and cleaning the building. And as you drive past, you see one of them pull out some kind of scanner that looks like a retina scanner, but they aim it down at the ground where ammo was like all the casings of the bullets. And as they scan them, the bullets disintegrate into nothing. And this is a cleaning crew cleaning up after whatever happened here. Um, <laughs> as you guys drive past and off into the woods and start to 
maybe park the car and go down at the woods to where the reef is. But you see blue and red lights flashing back where your boat was. Sandil park a little bit away and see if he can see uh, what's going on over there. If it's just cops or something more. So when you look, you see kind of two really shitty police boats outside of your rib that is parked into the reef. Um, and you see like two cops on board your vessel and you can see them like unzipping plastic bags and dumping drugs onto the boat and like dumping bombs and random kind of various things that would make you look bad onto where your boat is parked. Um, and whoever is on the original police boats are like handing them more stuff to stash onto the boat as they're unloading stuff to kind of infringe whoever parked here. All right. Sandy <laughs> motions to um, Spielberg. We take one of the police boats. Be quiet. And he starts sneaking around the side. You can find that like one of the police boats onto the left that has kind of a uh, kind of so close. One of the police officers is standing on his boat and one foot on your boat, holding them together. So that way they don't drift away. And the other guy is like sitting there on his phone and taking pictures with a cell phone. And you see him like turn around and take a selfie and the flash goes off, illuminating everybody here. But the one boat to the side has one police officer and he is just like shaved head, except for a Mohawk down the center, giant aviators, one huge mustache. That's so big. It reaches where he would have mutton chops but it's just his mustache on both sides. And he's sitting there trained, staring at the other groups of people. Is there a way that we can get behind him? Yeah, you easily go through the woods around to the back of him. You can go wherever you want with this. They're looking at the boats, and they're incriminating evidence on it. So you said they were dropping bombs on on our boat. Yes. Does this guy have a grenade anywhere near him? I would say... As I silently walk up behind him. I would say that the other boat has a lot of really shoddily looking uh, C4 packages and stuff like homemade explosives that you would assume somebody in the garage would make. But the boat where this one police officer is with a giant nice mustache has nothing on side. It's actually very clean and recently waxed. Like this boat looks like nobody has stepped foot on it and that all of the other officers rode on the same boat in together. This is the chief. The C4 has like blasting caps on it though, right? Sure. Okay. So I'm going to really quick stab the police officer mm-hmm. on the on this boat. Um does he die? Tell me what you're going to do like what you're planning to do. Uh I want to stab the police officer on this boat, take the gun out of the back of Sandy's waistband and fire at the blasting cap to blow up the C4 on the other two boats. Give me a reflexive roll. Okay. <laughs> this shit's going to be beautiful. Oh! That's an 8 plus 2 for a 10. So you stab him straight in his back left lung. All the air escapes and he goes to gasp to say anything. Uh, but he doesn't as he starts to fall. And you see with his last bit of energy, instead of reaching for a picture of a loved one, he combs his mustache one last time. As you... <laughs> <laughs> As you train the gun on the blasting cap and fire and just a giant fireball erupts both boats, scorching everybody as one police officer jumps, just boiled in flames into the water, uh, screaming before silence falls and the the flames kind of dissipate and the cloud goes off into the into the sky. And you can hear like splashing in the water as like some frogs start to dip away like, man, that was fucking hot. Um, And it falls quiet once again. And you guys are in control or with this police chief's boat hey um you little maniac let's uh, get the fuck out of here before we fucking kill everybody in this fucking area <laughs> and i'm coughing up like weird colored blood from my form <laughs> as i'm sitting in the back of the boat sandy nods and uh pushes the cop off the boat as he splashes into the water walks up to the actually he would know there's like an RFID tracker on some part of the boat. Just digs a uh, kunai in there and pulls that off. Tosses into the water and then drives off. 